bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of a judgment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people... Up, nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. Frank, candid and straight to the point. This is the best radio show in the state of Wisconsin. Truth in the afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth App. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. So today we have Versity coming in in the 5 o'clock hour. So I'm excited about that. And then tomorrow we have Nurses Affecting Change. When What was that? Next week? That's next Tuesday. We have Nurses Affecting Change. And then we have tomorrow we got the... Round table. I think the only day this week I'm not doing any next week. I'm not doing anything is Monday. So that'll be interesting. However, nurses affecting change will be in. It'll be the last day of the month. And we have some guests coming in along with our very own Cherie Harris to talk about um, breast cancer month. It's October and talk about those types of things that need to be done. And we will be talking to Versity. So if you want to know anything about sickle cell, and um, some of the things going on in the black community with Versity, some of the research, some of the funding, things like that, make sure you are here today at 515. Right after the top five at five, we'll be hopping in and talking to Prithu Sun, a PhD, who's a senior investigator at the uh, – Versity Blood Research Institute. So it'll be it'll it'll be a great show. It'll be very informative and some things you need to think about um, in relation to if you are African-American or in some cases, Middle Eastern descent, uh, Northern Africa, um, Lebanese, you know, stuff like that. You need to be sure and know about um, sickle cell because sickle cell is not a black people's disease. It really depends on where you're from in the world. 
And so in America, we've we've assigned it to black, but it is much, much broader than just those of African descent. So make sure you check it out. Be here at 515 today. I'm um, I had a conversation with somebody today who was discussing the fact that. That. We have forgotten how to deal with things. We have forgotten. We've made life so easy. We get upset at so many things. That. We just want to shut everybody up so that nobody can hurt anybody's feelings or make somebody feel uncomfortable or anything like that. Right. I keep seeing it on both sides where people that support Israel are screaming. You can't you can't say anything against Israel. But to them. You saying anything about Palestinians means you're anti-Israel and you're anti-Semitic, which. I believe is completely and totally incorrect. I understand the issue with Hamas because Hamas is a terrorist group. There's beef between the Israelis and the Palestinians. I'm not going to stand on the radio and take a side. I get it. But I don't know if you can call someone anti-Semitic because they disagree with you in terms of what you support. I understand you can uh, you can call them that if they disagree in a specific way. Absolutely. I get it. But we have to come to grips with the fact that sometimes sometimes there's pressure in our lives. We have to going back to the Israel, Palestine, Hamas, Hezbollah, ISIS, all that. We need to recognize that these are human beings that are fighting. And that if you say that, people get upset, they get mad, they get screaming, and you have to support this the way we say you should support it. Aren't you doing to people what you said you didn't want done to you? All these conservatives who scream and holler about loving America, you have to support Israel no matter what, to the point that if you say, yeah, but we still need to do some humanitarian things because, you know, there's 7,000 dead in Gaza and we still need to make sure— children you know there's food oh you can't do that you gotta this and this and and i get it but why don't you apply that to everything when black people complain about things like that i don't see the screaming and the hollering when black people are subject to all the screaming and hollering and words and the vitriol I don't see anybody standing up to our defense. We're always told to suck it up. Be tougher. Well, this is to the people that are on both sides of the argument. Palestinian, Israeli, Jewish, Muslim. Bottom line, you need to realize that pressure is a privilege. Like, pressure is actually a privilege. It does three things that I always talk about. It gives you, first of all, it gives you pressure, right? It gives you the push. It means you, you're, you're not where you are. You're getting pressed. 
And when you're pressed in one place, that means you have to move in others. Number two, it creates pushback. When you get pressure, something's going to push back. You, your words, your actions, but something needs to push back. And then finally, there's persistence. Pressure is a privilege because it gives you and makes you persistent and gives you persistence. It will make you be resilient. And that's the one thing most people avoid. But the one thing I think people miss, why pressure would be a privilege? Why pushing me? Why poking me? Why making me tolerate all these things that I don't want to tolerate? All these things that I'm trying to avoid, all these things that might cause hurt, but I don't hang around long enough because I've never been hurt. And so when I am hurt, I fall apart. One of the things to remember is that pressure is a privilege. But what that really means, what that really means is that someone has expectations of you. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. 833-212-1017 is the number. Always at work on the talking tech. <laughs> I, I can't. I can't. Anyway, uh, you can't be anti-Semitic if you're on either side. Um, both Semites are both Jewish and Arabic. But I don't know if Palestinians are Arab. We're talking about Palestinians, not Arabs. Arabs are Semitic people. Um Akkadians, Canaanites, Phoenicians, Hebrew, Arab, um, people that originated in Southwestern Asia, they're Semitic. And so when we, when we talk about it, we, we have to be a little more accurate. And, and every time somebody scream, and, and that's what disturbs me. First thing we do is holler, oh, my God, you're anti-Semitic. Well, Understand what the word means and use it in the proper context. And so the question I have is, if you state a fact and someone takes it as being anti-Semitic, does that mean it's anti-Semitic? Like, if I say I don't like something about black people, am I being racist? Or if there's something that black people do that I don't like and it's a fact, that's bad. Like, if I say... um. Shooting someone is bad if I'm making the assumption that only black people shoot people. Clearly, this last few days, we have uh, we, 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 we understand that that's not true. But um, if we use that as an example, so I don't know. I think it's time for people to stop and take a step back. Um, I do know once you cross the line, 
you should expect a smack back. And so that's about as deep as I'm getting into the whole Israeli, Palestinian, Hamas. It does disturb me that that disturb me. No, bother me that people tend to complain about Palestinians in the same vein of Hamas. And I think those two needs to be needs to be those two need to be separated because a terror group within a group of people. You can't blame the people for the terror. I'm I'm just saying. And that doesn't make me anti-Semitic. Right? I'm remaining in the middle. And I'm going to, I have my personal preferences and my personal privilege to say what I believe in. Not believe, but um, yes, it's the land they're in. They throw around that term to shut down the conversation or to steer your thinking. Oh, absolutely. 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 And so I find it interesting that we tend to, like somebody said, use words to shut down conversations. Who said that? Always at work. We, we use it to shut down conversations. You said something I didn't like or you said something negative. That's a fact. We don't like it. So it's anti-Semitic. Time out. Time out. What? If you say there are too many car thefts in the black community, too many kids getting stolen, and black kids are stealing them, can you construe that as being racist or a fact? When eight or nine people made up the entire 75, 80% of all the Kias that were stolen were stolen or car thefts were stolen or had information from eight different people all connected to it. That's a problem. But it's also a fact. And so when you say it, you can't necessarily go after somebody for being racist when it's a fact. And I think that's why when certain arguments are made in the black or white community, people tend to move to the individual part. Well, you know, you do your thing and we're going to do. No, no. As a group, you're responsible. But I find it interesting that whenever people talk about the black community, they always say, well, you need to take care of your community. We're your community leaders. You need to take care of your community. When white people do something wrong, oh, it was an individual this is an individual effort, and there is no information as to whether or not it's a group thing. First thing they said about Germantown, first thing they said about Maine. It doesn't look to be a group. It looks like it's an individual. And then they started the what? First thing they do when a white person commits a crime. They. Who am I talking about? The media. Us. First thing they do is say, but we have to go back and look at their mental health component. Do you ever go back to see black people's mental health components? Did y'all go back and look at the, the, the 10-year-old that shot his mother? Did y'all take it into account? His mental health? Oh, no. Oh, nope. He's getting tried as an adult. He's saying, wow, a 10-year-old is saying when he shoots his mother. But now we're trying to find reasons why this 53-year-old man 
or was he 50 or 40, whatever he was in Maine, shot and killed. I think I'm getting them mixed up. Shot and killed 18 people, 54 or 44. I don't know what that means. 40. Thank you. Or, or you could have just said 40. <laughs> Giving me hand signals. Look here. Uh, you know, like this. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, seriously, it. We knew who he was, his name, his car, where he was from, mental health issues. He was locked up last summer. Look, he spent two weeks in a mental health facility. Who cares? He just shot 18 people. Lock his butt up. If you find him and he shoot at you, shoot back. But somehow, he'll either shoot himself or they'll figure out a way to take him into custody. And I hate saying that. I hate saying that, but it keeps proving itself over and over and over and over. And that's unfortunate. It's almost a media fulfilling prophecy. We're going to keep saying this until people believe it. So now they're going to chalk up this, this 40 year old guy with military experience who was an army reservist and a firearms expert. Who get this? You ready? Well, he said he was hearing voices. When was that? Last summer. So clearly from last summer till now, he's he's fine, right? And then somebody brought out the theory, well, he broke up with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend goes bowling at this particular bowling alley. And that's where he shot up first because he heard she was at a bowling um, thing, you know, a group and had a bowling tournament. And he went there to shoot up and she wasn't there. Really? Doesn't sound like mental health to me. Sound like a guy that's scorned and he's pissed and now he wants to go shoot people. That's not mental health. That's evil. But for some reason, when, quote unquote, y'all do it, it's mental health. Just like COVID. Same thing when COVID hit. Black kids have been struggling like that for decades, and nobody ever cared. Well, why can't you just get the work done? Why don't you score higher on the ACT? Why don't you score higher on the LSAT? Why don't you score higher on the SA, the 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 ACT? Well, what? Why can't you? Why can't you? Why can't you? You know, they, 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 you know, they're they're just not smart as us. It's intellect. You know, they're just not smart. Not taking into account all the trauma, all the lifestyle. Always being in a room where you're the only one, always going to class where you're the only one, having roommates in a dorm where you're the only one. It takes a toll. And you've never had that issue. You've never been by yourself. Then COVID hits and you got to be by yourself. And now mom and dad, who've never been through it before, have to cope with their own issues. And now you are in the bed under the cover. Because you don't know how to do it because you were never given coping mechanisms. Meanwhile, black kids, they're thriving. They're like, oh, okay, we'll figure it out. Their parents had been through stuff like that, so they just transferred that to their children during COVID. Yeah, they're fine. And and they tried to push the whole, oh, you need self-care in the black community. It's mental health. Yeah, it is, but COVID didn't cause that. See, if it was there when COVID was here, it was there before COVID was here. So stop complaining 
You should have been using those things to support everybody, not just you. We told you it was mental health. Still got locked up. We told you it was mental health. Still got incarceration problem. We told you it was mental health, but you didn't care. But now what do y'all have? Mental health courts. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. What are your thoughts? Always at work on the talking text line said the whole war is blowback. Israel funded Hamas to go against the PLO, train them, and now it's a problem. Well, yeah, but that happens to everybody. That happens to the U.S. Right? Manuel Noriega, he was our guy until he wasn't our guy. Iran-Contra, there was our guy until it wasn't our guy. Iran was our country until it wasn't. And so on and so on. Before we go to break, 920331 said, and don't forget about the airline pilot. Yeah, so the off-duty airline pilot on Alaska Air decides that he wants to go take the plane down. So now he acts a fool. Where's all this information? We heard about the Waukesha Christmas Parade every freaking day until he had a trial and you knew he was going to jail no matter what happened. You could have had footage that showed it wasn't him. He still would have went to jail because they were determined to put him in jail. You got a guy that shot and killed 18 people. You got another guy that was on top of a school that had he gotten that school, God only knows what he would have done to those kids in that middle school in Germantown. And a guy trying to bring a plane down. Where's where is it all over the where is it all over the Oh yeah, we don't do that. We don't show that. Oh, I know what it was. I forgot. See, I didn't listen to my own writing. It's mental illness. You are listening to Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. This is Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. I'm mad. It's a fly in here. Better not get in my water. It's going to be a fight. Tear up the studio trying to kill a fly that I can't kill. Terrible. Hey, make sure you hang out tomorrow. Um, Friday is going to be a very, very, very full day. Um, The truth is home of Marquette University High School Hilltopper football. And we have a big round two football match coming up. The Marquette Hilltoppers look to take and keep their playoff journey alive as they host Bayport Pirates at Hart Park. Kickoff is set for 7, pregame at 6.30. This Friday, I think that's tomorrow night, right here on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. Uh, High School Sports is brought to you by Gruber Law Offices. One call, that's all. Also on tomorrow, we got the Truth Roundtable with uh, Nolita Franz, Linnell Ramey, and Tony Smith. 
Gonna be coming in with me to hang around, and we got some topics that we're gonna kick around. So if you got any questions, calls, comments, anything you want us to talk about, hit us at host at 1017thetruth.com. And we'll be able to uh, get it live. You can hit us on the talking text line, 833-212-1017. You can set up a smoke signal. Um, I don't know, whatever way you want to do it. And by the way, tonight, Truth Nation, the Milwaukee Bucks tip off their season. Tonight, it starts. And we know the city's buzzing for the debut of Giannis and Damian Lillard era of Bucks basketball. So to celebrate the return, uh, right here, the award-winning 1017 Truth will be broadcasting the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Philadelphia 76ers game live tonight. Coverage starts at 6. Tip-off is at 6.30. So make sure you listen to Bucks basketball right here on The Truth. The Bucks versus the Philadelphia 76ers at the Fiserv Farm. I'm just saying. 833-212-1017 is the number. Again, want to remind you, in the 5 o'clock hour, we've got uh, Prithu Sund, uh, Dr. Prithu Sund, who's a uh, senior investigator for Versity Blood Research Institute. We'll be talking about sickle cell and all sorts of things that Versity is doing. I think it's going to be a great show because we'll we'll talk about those things that um just basically some of the some of the significant contributions that Versity has made to blood research, right? Because without it, you can't live. Like you literally cannot live. So We'll talk about that in the 5 o'clock hour by 5.15 right after the top five at five. And we'll keep going. Um, also want to remind you that we're still keeping um, watch and looking at updates. At least 18 people killed in the shootings in Lewiston, Maine. We had the attempt uh, active shooter at, uh, well, technically I guess it was an active shooter at uh, in Germantown, the guy on the airplane. There are a lot of things happening in the U.S. today. There, there are a lot of uh, issues that are going on, and um, we'll talk about that and much more. So make sure you um, stick around today, tomorrow. Um, it ought to go and be a pretty full day. Brian said, no, it's a false flag event. LOL. Really? Really? I wonder how you would feel if family members were killed on either side and someone said, eh, that's not real. That would make me feel some kind of way. Hmm. There always seems to be an excuse For how non-blacks act. There always seems to be. This issue. That's isolated to the individual. And not isolated to. The group at large. Black people seem to be the only group. Where when one person does something wrong. It's attributed to every single person in the group. If one person is a thief, they're all thieves. If one person does a carjacking, they all do carjackings. They're all thieves. They're all criminals. But when a white person does something, we start to figure out how we can isolate this crime, this thought pattern, 
this way of life to that one person. And so we 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 listen to the the well here's the reason why and we're going to bring people in to talk about the manhunt and why this person is dangerous and why they're the only ones cuz it couldn't be anybody else out there. If it was in a black neighborhood, they'd be telling people, uh um is he a part of a gang? Is this a a concerted effort? Is this a no, it's not. One lone person acted a fool. But for some reason there seems to be a double standard. 8332121017. Am I on the right track or not? Is there is there a double standard when it comes to crime? Because I'm watching people on TV make excuses for a guy who killed 18 people without any information blaming mental health for something. And that's just odd to me. That makes no sense. Brian went on to say, whole lot of blankety blank goes on in America daily when they celebrate with fanfare and it's it's beyond suspect. Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's unfortunate. 833-212-1017 is the number. Sandra, you're on the award-winning 1017 The Truth. It's me again. Hi, Hi, Dr. Ken. I'm good. How are you? How are you doing? I'm good. I'm okay. I'm not complaining. But, you know, I am you know I watch the news and everything. I got my nose and everything. Far right. As, uh, right. The news, the newspaper, and other stuff that I got to get to that I haven't yet, but I'm getting to it. But, uh, yeah, I was watching that because um, I'm a bad sleeper. And that's all they showed all night. I was mm-hmm. looking at CNN. That's all they showed all right. night long is the, uh, right. this guy. At first they said 22 people. Then they broke it down to 16, then went up to 18. I don't even think they really know So they get a real toll. But I'm just saying, um, you know, it's really sad that we, the people, not us all, but, you know, that they got that viciousness because this guy, he was a, a, a instructor. He was an instructor. I guess he taught how to use a gun. Whatever he was teaching in, I don't have no idea. But uh, he was a fire, he, he was a firearms instructor. Okay, see there. I mean, what's wrong with him? I don't know. I, I saw another guy acting crazy like that too. When um, no, 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 no. Don't 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 assign craziness to it. He might not have been crazy. He might have been in his right mind. Well, all of them be crazy to go shooting up everybody. Never did nothing to them. They don't even know them. But and now you give it, But now you're giving him nice an. Town. But now you're giving him an excuse, giving him away. No, I'm just saying. Uh, okay. Boy, thoughts and prayers. At least you're giving it a name. <laughs> thoughts and prayers. I'm going to pray, and these okay. dead people going to get up. Mm-hmm. Now they're good and dead. You know, but that's a nice town, small town where we don't have this kind of stuff. See, right away, that's the first thing they say. We don't have this in our community. Well, yeah, they you do. You just don't know where it's going to go. Right. And see, we talk about it all the time because we have a lot of stuff that's been taken from us out of our community. But that's no excuse, though. No like, I don't understand no why death. you keep saying that, Sandra. That's not an excuse to commit crime. It's no money things. for us. If that has us. nothing you to... build a community okay. up. Okay. But you build a community up, and it looks nice why and gorgeous. I think the people's attitude would be better. Yeah, but then why don't they build a community up where they live? They got to. Oh, you mean the people that. Yes. Look, if you see them, you will see why. They're mental. 
<laughs> See, you're giving people <laughs> out again. So eyes all popped out, people. drugs and stuff. These folks are young people. But that's I not everybody. They can talk there to are you. a lot of outstanding, yeah, phenomenal young people doing great things in this city. Oh, I know that. And so that's the point. They're good. They're doing phenomenal. Those are the ones that will receive the help. These, we got to grab them. If so then what can. do we do? A lot of times you can't. So then what do we do? I know. Look, I go out there. I try to, you know, kind of. I ease my way through because, like I said, I don't know them, and I have to feel them. But I'm gonna tell you one thing: they don't do. What? They don't stick you up and stuff. They don't. They on their little drugs and that, and that, and that. They don't stick you up if they ask you for a dollar. You say I don't have it. They walk on away. Okay. Because some people, if you don't have it, they may stick you up as well. I'm gonna see what you got. But uh, no, I was looking at that, and 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 it's just. I, it's not going to stop happening. They know with this, these guns because they had those. So how do we uh, stop it? A rifle ban for a while for ten years, how right? Do we, how do we stop it? Getting rid of the gun won't they stop had it. it. Been. Getting rid well, of the gun. You talk to the crazy people, the crazy <sighs> in their heads, and tell them that you got to start putting out love. Get the pastors put out love for a minute. All right, thank put you, Sam. Caring about your people. <laughs> yes. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> okay, I'll preach to you. All right. <laughs> okay. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Eight three three two one two one zero one seven. Van, you're on the award-winning one zero one seven. The truth. Um, hello. Yes, thank you. Um, yes, I, I don't really know what to do about these mass shootings, but I know one thing: you're probably looking to all the people that got killed because just like the Dylan Roof, that and they don't really talk about it much, but when he killed all them people at that church, one of them people was a government official, so he went and did an assassination. Either he probably knew that that was a government official or it was random, probably, who knows. When, um, when that white guy drove across the country to go to that store and, and shot up everybody at that store, the black security guard he shot was working on a um, water-powered engine. And, you know, everybody come up with water-powered engines end up, you know, not alive anymore. So what you're saying is that it was premeditated and that there's – there's something that that someone didn't want changed because it would have cut into their pocket or politics or something like that. It could be, it could be random. I mean, but like, is a mass shooting ever not premeditated? Yeah, that's true. I mean, I'm pretty sure he sat down and thought about it before he went out there. I don't think he was just like, you know what, I'm gonna just do it today and just no. He had, it was some thought behind it, but like sometimes. I don't think all of these just be happenstance. I think sometimes you got to see the victims. If any of these victims are working on something, some kind of life-changing drug or some kind of life-altering, like, you know, especially anything I do with gas or anything I do with medicine, if it's going to help the world, they want to shut it down immediately. All right. Well, thank you and, much. I appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Take care. And so is that something we, is, is that a road we want to go down? Are some of these things premeditated? You know, we, we laugh at the, you know, tinfoil hat people and the people that believe in UFOs, which has now been debunked that there's actually UFO. You know, so all this information is starting to come out. But again, that's a great question to ask if you think about it. Who were the victims in each of these shootings? Who was on the plane that the pilot was trying to bring down? I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but I think at some point the questions need to be asked more of truth in the afternoon with dr ken harris is next on 1017 the truth the truth app and 1017 the truth.com
The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. You know, the black owned business give back is back, and we just teamed up with Associated Bank to help local black businesses grow and succeed together. The home of Milwaukee Black Talk, we're giving away $6,000 worth of free commercial advertising for three months to five black businesses each quarter of 2023. So, to sign up for this incredible marketing opportunity, visit blackbusinessgiveback.com. Let's rebuild our community's backbone. Through exposure on the truth. For official rules, hit the blackbusinessgiveback.com, Associated Bank, member FDIC. And you know, the time is almost here. We've been entering truth fans in as qualifying finalists for the Gruber Office's 5K giveaway. And on Halloween, that's October 31st, we finally pick our one call that's all $5,000 giveaway winner. Make sure you tune in to Truth. With Sherwin Hughes on Tuesday, October 21st, Halloween Day, to make sure you don't miss your call. Because if you do, they go to the next person who's on the list and the next person on the list until you answer and you win and become the $5,000 winner. So, again, that's the Gruber Law Office's 5K giveaway next Tuesday, Halloween, October 31st, on Truth with Sherwin Hughes on the award winning 1017 of Truth. So, you need to listen between 9 and 12. You need to be by your phone between 9 and 12 because I can tell you exactly when he's going to give it away between 9 and 12. Well, there you go. See? Told you exactly when he's going to give it away between 9 and 12. We got bucks tonight at 6 o'clock. We got all sorts of stuff. Um, Versity coming at at 515. CR Note said, Ken, you are going in the right direction. It's not rocket science, but carry on listening. Well, There's a lot of information that we just don't have. There's a lot of information that's not released to the public. There's a lot of information that command staff has that a rank and file doesn't have, that command officers have that other officers don't. And that's just the nature of the beast. But when you take a step back and start to look and ask questions, I mean, There have been things that have happened. No, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But there are things that have happened that made me go, what? How did that happen? For instance, I'm still perplexed at how Ron Brown died. You know who Ron Brown is? Hmm. Oh, got to remember. Anybody remember who Ron Brown is? He was on an airplane. Former U.S. Secretary of Commerce flying in an airplane.
April 3rd, 1996. Some of y'all wasn't even born. He was in the Clinton administration. Died with 34 other people, all but two of them Americans, when their Air Force CT-43 plane crashed into a mountainside near Dubrovnik, Croatia. They blamed the crash on pilot error and a poorly designed landing approach. He was 54 when he died. Heading a delegation of business executives and government officials to war-torn region to explore investment opportunities in the former Yugoslavia. What? Yeah. There, there were some bizarre things about I have never seen a U.S. official in a plane crash. Like, leave the public arena that fast. Oh, look. Ryan Brown was in a crash. Oh, my God, it's terrible. Ryan Brown, Secretary of Commerce. And it was over. No looking into it, no investigation. No, no. Oh, yeah, it was pilot error. Really? I mean, it might have been pilot error, right? But out of, like, that was it. It was in the paper. A week later, it wasn't in the paper anymore. I mean, people bring up some good arguments. Who was in the room when people got shot? Who was in the bowling alley? Who was at the school at Germantown that this guy would pick Germantown Middle School to go there? Was it that the lights were on? Was there somebody who was a public figure in the room? We don't know. We have no idea. It's interesting. Talking text on Brian said he's right. Stanley Meyer dropped dead two minutes after meeting with potential investors about his water-powered car. Yeah, this, this, yeah. I mean, you don't want to go, oh, you know, cray-cray, but at some point, you know, we got to start asking questions. Ron Brown was president of the Democrats. Huh? Anyway, I don't know what that means, but okay. I just find it interesting that uh, we still have questions that go unanswered. We still have issues that go unanswered. You know, we only got like less than a minute, so I don't think we're going to get to Charlotte. Unless she wants to hold on till after the news. Well, yeah, I guess she just hung up. Uh, we could hold on till after the news. But if, if you want to call back, Charlotte, we'll hit you before our top five at five, and then we'll go to the top five at five. I'm just saying. But um, it's I find it interesting that we don't take the time to thoroughly investigate we just kind of take people's word for it when they tell us. Whenever you see somebody march out and they want you to trust and they send the same person, you should probably know what are they not telling me? Because that seems to be the question no one seems to really ask. 